0: end of the year that only means one thing and honestly caesar you set this up a year ago today i don't know about today but a year ago around this time said Tony ferguson is your 2020 fighter of the year i said oh my god we have to do this every single year if he's going to be saying some shit like this and so
1: man i stand by that i still stand proudly by that (laughs) Tony Ferguson was a great option. We still talk about Tony Ferguson today. uh, So I don't take anything back. But yeah. Do we really, though? I don't take anything back. Hey, man, if that's (laughs) the standard, I'm always going to be taking things back. So, you know, I just stand (laughs) proudly by him.
0: All right. Well, I just want to welcome the two fans. Um, We're here. It's me, sir, and Alejandro, of course. And, and, um, because it is the end of the year. A new year is coming, approaching shortly. We are doing kind of a end of the year UFC, I guess, year and like look back, you know, look at some of these awards we would give. I just highlight some of the good moments of the UFC this past year because damn, 2021 was one hell of a year. I'm saying and this is the first year, I don't know about you, Caesar, but for me, this is the first year I've watched. I've been religious on it, you know, from January 1st, well, whenever Holloway versus Calvin Cater, that first card 2021, all the way to Derek Lewis knocking out Chris Dock is becoming the knockout, knockout king. Um, Last year was a little bit, I kind of joined... Joined the the gang halfway through the year, so I, I didn't really have a whole year's perspective. It was just recency, a lot of recency bias. But this time, I have a whole year's worth of yeah. knowledge yeah. and perspective.
1: Yeah. Now we pretty much started around the same time, close to uh, during the pandemic time. And yeah, now looking back at just this year, so much has happened. Like just looking back at, you know, we started off the year with Calvin Cater and Max Holloway, and dang, it's been so much has happened and yeah it's the first year where i see everything you know in front of me see everything and also live
0: we went to two live shows about i don't think i've publicly announced this yet we're going to our third in february all three of us are going to our third well no alejandro caesar and i well alejandro is gone but this is the second oh okay me and caesar's third yep and we got they they were just complaining to me before the podcast about how i maybe went a little over the budget for the tickets but i told these fools i we went twice already nosebleed seats i didn't want to do it anymore i was like if i'm going to go this third time i'm I, I want better seats i just want to get out of the top deck that's I all I think the problem
1: for. is the problem is you decided to ball out during the christmas time you know, tickets came out okay. like a week before Christmas. <laughs> you know, that's why when, when we do our Christmas shopping the week look, before Christmas.
0: Look, on UFC tickets 269, they officially announced 271 in Houston out of versus Whitaker 2. I was thinking, okay, cool. Maybe they'll put the tickets out like a little after January, you know, a little in the yeah. beginning of January. And they said, nah, tickets going on sale uh, Wednesday. And I'm just like, Yeah, uh, that's
1: no way no yeah no they smart they know what they're doing hey really quick talking about that though one of the things i want to talk about was the uh one of the tweets that i sent you about the cost of being a ufc fan with everything broken down with all the ufc events with all the uh, the pay-per-views and everything Mm -hmm. so you know that goes along with it you we were just talking i don't have the fight pass or the uh what was it
0: yeah the The, ufc fight pass
1: so with that included how do you how do you feel about with uh the cost to being a ufc fan it's just fine. Now, after spending a whole year of being an actual UFC fan, you know, once you budget everything in, it adds up quite a bit.
0: As long as Mia doesn't know, it's, it's okay. I mean, well, she, she knows, know. but she doesn't know. But she knows.
1: Yeah. It's just broken down through 12 months. You know, yeah, we don't yeah, need yeah, to do the math. We don't need to yeah, do the math. Come on.
0: Come on. All right. Well, but I mean, we got good seats. I got the cheapest good seats I couldn't possibly get. I just want to let y'all know that. I got the cheapest good seats we could have possibly gotten. I just didn't think yeah. it would be as much as it came out to be.
2: Double the budget?: It wasn't Pretty much.:
0: Double the budget, okay? Um, it was double the budget. But I think we're in the section where the the fighter where the fighters walk out, we're in the closest section to where the fighters walk out at, I believe,
1: Oh, point. really? Oh, that's yeah, pretty cool. So, yeah, what, if, like,
0: pretty cool. what if Adesanya does some cool shit walking out? And we're like right there, like, oh shit, that's the style bender.
1: Yeah, that would be wild. We get to see Adesanya right before he gets knocked out. Oof, what a moment wow. that would be.
0: Or maybe we get to see uh, Nate Diaz what? versus Dustin Poirier walk oh, out. Oh, that would oh, be wild. They God.
1: definitely need to uh, get Nate Diaz on that. They almost gave him to us last time. And I almost forgot until you pointed that out that we almost had Nate Diaz in Houston last time. And then it got canceled, but this year they need a. it would be better for the UFC if Diaz fought in Anaheim, you know, but if they couldn't get it for that UFC, then might as well get him for the next one. That would be wild. That would have made the tickets a lot more worth it.
0: I just wonder when are they planning on releasing the rest of the main card? Um, I know they moved Derek Brunson versus Jerry Cannonier over to 271, you know, number one contender and the champion, fighting on the same card um but
1: Brunson. i, I really hope like.
0: dana white you know I like we, we we went to two ufc events in houston they weren't they weren't bad by any means but they weren't you know
1: i mean we got the pay-per-view with gone and Derek lewis we definitely got the short end of the stick so
0: we, we, we kind of got somewhat of a short end of a stick when you got pay-per-views like UFC 269, 261, 268. I mean, give Houston at least one of those, bro. Especially on – actually, this one. You can make it all up in this one since we paid more money for this one than the other two. Let's make it up on this one. But, I mean, mean,
1: where where, where do we want to start? Yeah, we can start there
0: we want to start yeah. with no let, let's let's we have a list let's go down the list just to, well, if you want to call like, it a
1: list i got a series of text messages there a we series go.
0: of texts it's that's a list
1: all right yeah you're right you're right.
0: All, right all right all right here we go here we go so first things first knockout of the year 2021 so for our four finalists and we're just going off of what the ufc has as their finalist because I honestly like when they released that video of like, I think it's DC, John Anik, uh, uh, What's his name? Um, English guy. Fuck. Why is it leaving me?
1: Um, we can move on.
0: Bisping. Michael Bisping. Oh, okay. And they usually have somebody else on there. But they have their little roundtable of them discussing all of these awards and whatnot. And some of them, I'm just kind of like, huh? And some of them I'm like, yeah, you right, homie. But that's what we're going off of. So, knockout of the year, Kamaru Usman. Knockout over Jorge Masvidal. So, that. There's Jiri Petraska, the spinning, spinning elbow against uh, Dominic Reyes. Thug Rose, Nami Yunus. Head kick against Zhang Weili. And then we have... I'm, I'm going to see if y'all know who this motherfucker is. Ignacio Bahamondes, the Spinning Heel Kick, bro. Yeah, that one was wild. That one was wild, and I'm sorry if you're a casual and you're listening to this and you don't know what that name is. Just Google it, and I'm pretty sure that knockout will come up, and you'll be like, holy crap. it's a good one. But, uh, Caesar, I'll, I'll give the floor to you. What do, what do you – go. I go like,
1: first. Well, all right. What? Well, I actually had my mind set already. But then Alex mentioned something right before we started, which is we were talking about fight of the year. And he was like, no, you already kind of know which one you made up. I've never seen you that hyped up about any other fight. So I started thinking, well, you know, it's about how I reacted to all of this stuff or how how I feel, you know, going very liberal with this, how I feel with uh, with all these uh, (laughs) knockouts and stuff. So my knockout originally it was the Usman versus Masvidal because that was huge. Um, But then I started thinking, where was I when all these happened? So it's crazy that the Usman and the Rose happened in the same event because I was at a gig. I was playing piano and I was watching on my phone and I was like, holy crap, that's crazy. The Prohaska and Yuri fight, I was at a bar watching on my phone. So I was like, man, that's pretty cool, but I didn't really get the full effect on it. And then Ignacio, I didn't really watch it live, but I was like, man, that's pretty cool. The one knockout, though, that just came into my head that to this day, I still get giggly about was Dustin Poirier knocking out Conor McGregor the first time. That one, it was made into a freaking necklace piece. Like, that was a monumental moment in UFC history. And I didn't really think about it until now. But for me, to this day, I still get a little giggly when I think about that fight, that knockout. I just, I love that moment. When just Conor McGregor's just, because it's just everything around it. Like Conor McGregor was just planning on steamrolling Dustin Poirier and moving on, fighting uh, uh, Pacquiao or moving on. And he got knocked out. And from so that's why for me, that knockout was beautiful. And I didn't, it's not really like a knockout, like a one hit knockout where you're like, but it's just everything around. Because it wasn't just a decision. Like he didn't just beat him. That wouldn't have been as big. It was the knockout. But if you don't want to go with that, it'll probably be Usman Masvidal. But it is the Conor McGregor knockout. It's, cr- yeah, yeah. Yeah, that all was I a great heard was,
0: All I heard was, I didn't watch any of these other ones.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Conor, but I watched Conor McGregor get knocked out, so this is my knockout of the year.
1: Oh, calm down. You know I watch all of this stuff. I watch all of this, like, like a thousand times. But to this day, like, there's no, there's no other knockout that has created far more emotion. emotion. Even the the other one would be Masvidal because it was great to kind of see him after all the talk that Masvidal has been doing against Usman, calling him pillow hand, uh, all this stuff, and then to get knocked out by him. That's why that was my option. But there's no other knockout that has made me just feel empowered like the Conor McGregor knockout. That was just a great moment, and it's, I almost forgot about it because it was it was at it was the first pay per view. Of the year, but right now when I was looking back through everything, I was like, "Damn, that was a knockout that has was, and it will withstand. Uh, it will withstand time. It will be talked about for years. That knockout,
0: no. If Dustin would have beat Charlie Olives, yes, but since Dustin got choked out by Charles Oliveira, it kind of makes it makes, I, it makes Conor mean, McGregor it, look it, worse. It because he got diminishes- beat twice. Diminishes. Okay, first of all, second one, say July two fifty seven was a doctor stoppage. I don't know why you don't understand that. He didn't get knocked oh, out. Just just a doctor
1: stoppage. Just wait till we move on to move on to some of the other lists. You're not gonna like my my choices. But yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, it, it definitely would have made it more exciting, you know. If if you know if he was now the champion, and it would have helped McGregor like, oh yeah, I got beat by the current champion. But it wasn't. And if we remove anything besides like we're not really talking about what Dustin moved on did we're talking about one knockout if we take out everything else just the knockout for me seeing McGregor on the floor after that knockout was the greatest moment
0: I thought you taking yeah exactly
1: like we're just we're not speaking about what Dustin moved on and did or like everything that that led up to that knockout and the knockout
0: all I hear is I don't like Conor McGregor and he got knocked out and it
1: was no. Good. You're just, just a knock. Conor McGregor dick, uh, you know. ass kisser. you're just you don't like you don't like that. <laughs> my moment was seeing your boy on the floor. That that's hey, what dude, I'm dude, getting
0: dude. from this, bro. It happens to the best of us. All you gotta do
1: exactly up, that's what we're talking up, about.
0: But it's not knockout of the year. I like, dude. Like what?
1: It was a knockout of the well, year I for kind of me.
0: Probably name ten knockouts that I would put over that one.
1: One of them being Derrick Lewis
0: over Curtis Blades.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's more knockouts. But it's not as monumental. It's not as the story around it. Everything that, like nobody watched that for years. Nobody's going to watch that for years. You know, we're talking about the Conor McGregor knockout. Like that knockout. Because it wasn't just Dustin beating him. It wasn't the footwork. It wasn't any. It was the fact that he was like the the referee had to step in because Dustin was beating the crap out of him like he knocked him out it wasn't like a one hit knockout where he like you hit him and then he's on the floor like some of these other ones but it was a knockout and it was a knockout for me like it was the first one of the year and for me to still be a little like damn that actually happened you know that yeah dude come on bro I know you don't like it and it hurts your soul. And I know Charles you're, you're crying inside. knocking right. out
0: Michael <laughs> Chandler is more. Yeah, yeah of, that one was like, another good
1: one. That's another good one. Yeah, that was another good option too. But still, like, let me be me, bro. I know you don't like my options, because it was Conor McGregor on the floor. But hey, man, that was a monumental knockout in UFC history. That right, changed no, the I, course of everything. The world no. stood silent when Conor McGregor was on the floor. That's how monumental <laughs> that moment was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't get that with anybody else.
0: Bro, hold on. First of all, the the there was more buzz and all this hype you're putting around 251. I think it was 251, right? No, it wasn't 251. I'm tripping. I, 261. It
1: was, first, it was it was the first one of I, don't even. I, don't even, I, don't I don't know, know Bro, how we'll they, get these fools. The,
0: the, I don't know how these fools are remembering.
1: A, it was Connor versus Dustin 2. That was Con- my uh knock Connor versus lane.
0: Dustin 2. Connor versus Dustin 3. There was way more monumental and buzz and all this stuff. There was way more hype to that than Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, too.
1: No, Conor McGregor was going to steamroll him. Conor McGregor was just running to the finish line. And Dustin literally stopped him in his tracks with the knockout. Like, that was... The moment that was like, Con- like there's even when they're about to like decide the winner, Connor looks back at Dana and he's like, he kind of shrugs his hand, like, damn man, I guess, kind of like, man, like our plans are thrown off. I guess you know it happened, you know, kind of thing. Like Dustin was just, just something that they were just gonna go right past them, and that's why even the second time around, the third fight, if somebody got knocked out, it'll be like, all right, well they've already gone one and one. You know, they both been knocked out. Conor McGregor had never been knocked out. Like there was just so much. Revol- That's why the the close up would be Masvidal. Masvidal had never been knocked out. Masvidal had been talking for a while. It was a rematch. Uh, you know all this stuff. But looking at that, you know, for me taking all of that into consideration, the McGregor one was still bigger. And it really hadn't really thought about it much. And maybe I'll regret it tomorrow because I'm bare. Like it really came into my head when you started talking when we started the podcast. But yeah, man, I don't take that back. Actually, I really like that as knockout of the year. All right, you all go, right. you go, you go. All right, yeah, we're do basic ass. Pick, pick one of the four.
0: <laughs> basic ass. All right, so I mean, the way I'm thinking about this, as far as these four nominees, Kamara Usman by far had the biggest monumental impact. Yeah. Like that, first of all, that card was crazy it was it's part of the one of the events of the year so card was crazy um and it was a great way to top off the main event um nobody expected it really uh we know you know Kamar Usman has been improving under Trevor Whitman. I mean he he finished uh Gilbert Burns but this is street judas is that what Colby is that is, is that what Colby calls Jorge Masvidal Street yeah. Judas, uh, Street Jesus, Jorge Masvidal? You know, this guy doesn't go down, or he has this mythical jargon or whatever. And so that one, honestly, I still I'm reading this right now as I'm speaking right now. I really don't know because Petroska, that spinning elbow was gnarly. That was. A nice spinning elbow, and the only reason I would kind of diminish that a little bit is just because um, Dominic Reyes' his chin recently has been Cody, Cody Garbrandt level. Just
1: saying. That yeah, spinning, that that elbow would have killed anybody. Yeah, that that was, was that was, was crazy.
0: Was mean, you know, Thug Rose with the head kick, um, oh, and then Ignacio. <laughs> That spinning oh, heel kick Christ. is crazy. Um, yeah. I guess on this one I'll just go the basic route, which is Kamara Usman yeah. knockout yeah. over Jorge Masvidal, just because of yeah. just I I it's it's one of those where you've seen it so many times on Twitter. I don't know about you, Caesar, but I have every time I scroll through it, I have to watch it. Like I have to see it just because I have to see like
2: yeah
0: his all the water just fly from his body and shit. It is just. Yeah, it, it's a perfect. crazy like that knockout for sure. Not not the one you were just talking about. That knockout will be etched okay. in, in in history. There
1: history. was no necklaces made out of it. Okay, there was history. no charity sold with that piece. History. But uh, yeah, no, that's a really good one. Um, I have a runner-up though that probably beats out all of these, and that's Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley too. That's a knockout of the century. It's such a good knockout that everybody still thinks it's fake. That's how good of a knockout that was. So if I had to give it to somebody else, you know, with this whole 65,000 pay-per-view buys, yeah, I'm going to give it to... uh, That was a really good knockout team. And I know people hate on Jake Paul, and I hate on him too. But that was a crazy knockout. And really, it gave me Masvidal vibes. Because in Masvidal, you saw the water fly out and everything. In this one, you saw the sweat and everything just fly out of Woodley. And so it, it really gave me that, uh, that, uh, Masvidal vibes. You're not liking this podcast. I can tell you. Nah,
0: it's just Woodley, bro. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: but that was, uh, oh yeah, what well, was, yeah, that was, uh, not a good moment for us.
0: I knew, I, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised because I did not decide like last time to put my faith in him. So it, it was fine. Like, have, wait, have you seen Spider-Man, Caesar? okay like m mj says you can't if you're expecting disappointment you can't be disappointed like yeah
1: yeah you're right so you knew better
0: I, yeah i knew better tyron woodley come on bro just that was that's just, all i to say we're moving on submission of the year so we got our nominees Hamza shemaev over uh the leech lee. I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm not even gonna try the Leach. The Leach. Y'all no. know who I'm talking about. Hamza only fought one person this year. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh Brandon Moreno, uh rear naked choke against Davison Figueiredo. Uh we got Glover Teixeira with his rear naked choke of Jan for the title. And then Vicente Luque with his what was it an Anaconda or a Darce? I, I can't tell it's the a difference Darce. Darce against none other than huh tyron woodley (laughs) oh what a 2021 for tyron woodley um yeah what are your thoughts Caesar?
1: so there's this one submission but it's also almost like a comeback but it's not on any of these lists but i think i'm gonna save that for comeback but uh with this one i'm gonna go with moreno just again with everything get into that moment and just for it to end that way i just didn't think you know the previous to that we had had the fight of the year and I thought they were gonna go for a while and you know uh especially how scary Figueroa is on the floor and all that stuff I really didn't expect that and then for him to just yeah that one was crazy because all the other ones like the Shimarov one I'm a huge Shimara fan but I mean I kind of expected it you know you would expect him to finish somebody like that Chicero that one was crazy um but for me that was just the a yawn fuck up like i was like who that was just ridiculous and the looking one was crazy but i'm gonna go with moreno that's that's my uh honestly you could have put moreno on any of these lists and i would probably pick him first (laughs) mexican uh foreign champion bro are you kidding me that dude wants (laughs) anything on the list but yeah i'm gonna go with sub of the year for moreno all right
0: so i'm gonna go off list like you off the list
1: that boy rebel you, all are right you, are you ready
0: it. are you ready for submission of the year i don't think you're ready two Yo. fans you're not going to be able to see this but i i just want to i'm gonna show i'm gonna show the picture to caesar and alejandro and i want to get caesar's reaction to my submission of the year oh nah, how about yeah. them apples Submission of the year, yeah. Charles Oliveira committing yeah. Dustin Poirier in UFC 269.
1: Yeah. The that's moment a good that's a really good one.
0: The moment Damn, was so one. monumental. No, everybody expected Dustin Poirier to steamroll Charles Oliveira. He is the yeah. uncrowned yeah. champ. He is the guy. He is he's faced the toughest of the toughest. And this guy, Charlie Olives, he gives up. They expected him just to steamroll. Dustin and Dana already had it. Like when they were raising Charles Oliveira's hand, Dustin Poirier looked back at Dana like, "Thank you for paying that money for uh, Conor McGregor two or Conor McGregor 3. you know. And Amazing. and Charles Oliveira once again defied expectations, win against the odds, and he choked. Out the uncrowned champ, Dustin Poirier. Yeah. That is, and it's my just crazy
1: that he does that to everybody. That he's just so good with those chokes that you know you kind of should know that that's what he's gonna do, but you just can't stop it. They're so terrified of him. Chandler was so scared to give up his back. Uh, they're so scared of him, and sure enough, because you give him a little room, And that one was a crazy. That was a crazy choke. The way he was just on top of him, just backpacking, just. It was a beautiful knock, uh, a beautiful uh, sub. So I'll give you that one. That one was a good choice.
0: That I, one hurt honest, a little
1: bit. It hurt yeah,
0: little honestly, bit. when but, you uh, went on your little McGregor, Dustin Poirier versus McGregor 2 was knockout of the year, it just clicked to me. I'm like, ooh, I know what's my submission of the year is going to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. A good one. <laughs> but, All right, we don't need to talk about that anymore. We can move <laughs> on.
0: But I guess um, out of the, the best one, out of – the actual nominees um i mean shamayev you got shamayev moreno glover to and vicente luke honestly i kind of take the out of that i think it's the weakest of the four i mean i know he won a title off of it but jan tapped in like 0.5 seconds yeah, and i don't know, know. it's like I, I feel like jan didn't even try to get that submission i mean to me, I understand, you know, stakes are involved in, in making this decision. But also, you know, if it's submission of the year, it's also, you know, submission of the year. Like it's I need some technical aspects of it, too.
1: Yeah. Like you want like, yeah, you got the better of them. You've submitted like you tricked like, them. You beat the chess game. But that one was just almost like the other guy tapped. Like He just gave up. Yeah. And for me, it, that wasn't really like you didn't submit him, the other guy just kind of gave out on you.
0: It's the equivalent of Juliana Pena's yeah. submission over Amanda Nunez. Are we gonna give that submission of the year? Like, come on. Yeah, like,
1: it's an impressive win. Yes. you know, it's a crazy upset, but a sub, like you didn't really submit him, they just gave out on you. So yeah, I get that. Good good point. So
0: um honestly, for me it's between Marino and Luke, and Tyron Willie got knocked out by Jake Paul, so Damn. I have to go with the boy Brandon Moreno. yeah, what a way Brandon to take it! How are
1: you gonna take that from Luke, a, bro? But
0: Luke a is still a beast. Luke yeah. a is still a beast. I'm waiting for his fight announce, next fight announcement, because that dude's he's gonna face Kamaru Usman. If Hamzat doesn't beat him to it, he's facing Kamaru Usman for the belt, like yeah. point blank. Yeah. Man, they sh- maybe they should gotcha. fight each other. That'll be fucking fantastic. That'll be fantastic. But overall, no list. Involved, Charles Oliveira submitting Dustin Poirier is my 2021 submission of the year.
1: Because well, Conor McGregor didn't get submitted this year, or that would have been my submission of the year.
0: Okay, yeah, but, yeah. we'll move on. But, but moving on to 2021 comeback of year. Once again, we have boy Charles Oliveira. You could have put him on here twice because the same thing happened to him both championship fights. He gets oh, put yeah. down and. Essentially, quote-unquote, 10-8 in both first rounds of his fights. But we're going to mainly talk about the comeback of the year is the one against Michael Chandler, which we saw live in person. It was crazy. It was crazy. But um, Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler comeback. And then we also got um, Anthony Puffy Hernandez versus – what was his name? It was the jiu-jitsu legend. The jiu-jitsu legend guy, uh, Vieira Vieira. Or something like that. Um, crazy. Uh, Julian Marquez, the Cuban Missile Crisis, one of the best nicknames out there. Cuban Missile Crisis, versus uh, when he came back versus Patolo. I think that's his last name. And then Marab de, de, dude, I don't know how to say this man's name. Balishili ba, 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 Or whatever. Him versus Marlon Marias.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that um, was a good
0: one. Go ahead. I'll let you go first, Caesar.
1: Um man I don't know uh they're all okay but they weren't anything crazy for me Probably the biggest would be all of us because we were there in person uh and you know nothing beats watching it in person So that would take my uh my comeback of the year but there was one that again now looking back like all the feelings that I got uh I don't even remember cuz I haven't really rewatched it but Clay Guida Guida Ver- this last one that he had where he Ooh. was essentially out. <laughs> yeah. He was essentially out. The ref could have stopped the fight at any moment. And then he came back, and the guy was just so tired that he couldn't even brace his hands. And he submitted him. He submitted him. And, f- like, I don't know why that one was... Because the other one's essentially the same story, where Cardio won. You know, the grappler wore himself out. And that's kind of the idea with a few of them, um, with Fluffy and stuff. But that's almost kind of the idea. They wore the other guy out. But Clay waited for me was just because you wouldn't expect it. Even going into that second round, the uh the the Bet-and-Aws were completely against them. And it was just a weird, it was just a weird fight to watch. And so that one, I haven't really rewatched it. So I'm gonna go back and rewatch it and maybe I'll change my mind. But that one for me has still kind of stuck out. Besides yeah. that one, that one for me is the biggest like grappler upset where the grappler got submitted and wasn't expected. There's a few other ones on the list. Olives, though was, you know, Charlie Oliver. He literally changed the tide of the fight in a second. You know, yeah. he was completely down and then came back the second round and one punched and finished Chandler. So that one's good. But Clay Guida, that was uh, as far as comebacks, that one's a great comeback.
0: Yeah, off of this list, bar none, it's it, it has to be Charles Oliveira versus Chandler because that was a the, the strap. It's for the title. There's no. I know, I I feel like in this specific, you know, comeback of the year award that you're giving out or honor, I feel like more than any of the other ones, the stakes have to be one of the highest measurements on who gets this award. Have a title fight. Yeah, it's a title fight. You came back in a title fight. It's not like you just came in, won, boom, boom, steamrolled. Yeah, you're the champion. Cool. No. Um I would I-, I like your, you know, honorable mention, I guess you could say the clay guida. I remember that one. That was crazy. That was crazy. Um another me- one I would actually mention on here that I actually watched was well I watched honestly, I watched all of these. Um the Puffy Hernandez Fluffy Hernandez one was I I didn't realize it at the time how crazy it was until they started explaining everything. How like just what the matchup was, and that's when I realized, oh shit, man, that's that's crazy. He submitted a jujitsu legend. Yeah, but yeah. I think the one the the one that really actually sticks out to me was marab versus Marlon Marais because I was watching that shit like, oh, okay, this Marais is back on top, bro. He's about to finish this dude off. Ref, where are you at? Where are you at? And next thing you know, I'm like, oh my god, how many Punches has he thrown in a row and Marlon Marias hasn't responded?
1: <laughs> like, so it yeah, was a crazy, yeah. yeah. It just and the uh, it was so close to being finished so many times, and he just kept moving a little bit more and it just kept going and going. And that was a crazy, uh, just switch of uh, punishment for each person. So that was that was a good one,
0: but, yeah. So, uh, obviously, Charles Oliveira once again in my yeah, book but, takes yeah, another definitely yeah, takes another right, award. because right. the, the, the stakes
1: in there for a comeback yeah charlie Oliver's that's the biggest um the biggest pressure to come back from
0: yeah so. exactly i think in K, like ko of the year sub of the year you could kind of if something if there was another fight with not as high stakes but it just was so impressive and technical kind of like last year i'm pretty sure knockout of the year was joaquin buckley joaquin buckley's kick um Something like that, you can make an exception. Like, yeah, Joaquin Buckley had to knock yeah, out of yeah, the yeah, year, yeah. but comeback back of the stuff. year, you have, you can't, you you have to measure the stakes of the fight, a hundred percent. But I'm excited for this next category because I feel like there is no wrong answer on these nominees, dude. Debut yeah. of the year, we got Patty the Batty, Michael Chandler, Terrence McKinney, and Alex Pereira. I'm going to let you go first because I don't even know I don't I just don't know and I'm hoping you can kind of clarify some things for me.
1: Dang. I feel like I've gone first on all the other ones and I think um I Dude. I honestly don't know. I, Terrence McKinney, for example, very impressive. Like it blew my mind how fast he finished the guys, but he's just so irrelevant. Like there's not a lot of buzz around him. If it wasn't for him around Twitter and constantly posting a story how he almost died or something like that uh, over and over again. he I feel like he wouldn't get as much like popularity. Uh, Alex Pereira, I think the biggest thing with him was the fear of him against Izzy. Izzy, the current champion, being scared of a newcomer to the UFC. And for him to do that to the guy that he fought, he just completely kneed the guy. That one was a crazy debut. Just because it... This is one of the first times where it literally shakes the division. Chandler coming in, for example, had a great debut, knocked out Hooker, who was big in the division, um, but it didn't really shake up the division. Like Khabib wasn't sitting there like, oh, all right, you know, I guess I'm scared of this guy. But right after that, he was the um, the uh, he the, fought for a title Well, he was the uh, he was the backup, right? Uh, is that correct? He was before, a backup to that. the. Oh, his, his, debut debut was, his... Was, his debut was the the being the backup, right? Yes. Because he was a backup to the Khabib fight. Yeah, so all of that, like, even though he was up there, it didn't really, like, it didn't scare anybody. Like, there was no fear, like, oh, this is the only guy that's beat. Now, for example, Chandler would have been the only person to have defeated Khabib, and he's coming into it, and then had that debut, and Khabib was still in the division. You know, that's a little bit, a lot more there. Patty. Um, I don't see the hype around Patty. I get it, but I don't, I just don't. I, I get it, and I don't get it. It's just not as impressed for me. It's just another little blonde white dude who, like, almost got knocked out, and he has an accent, so people want to hear his accent. But, yeah, So for me, it was from this list would be Alex Pereira, because I love seeing Izzy scared. I love seeing Izzy humble himself, get off his little high, and finally have Izzy's undefeated. In his, in his division. And now we show up to the the only person that has defeated the king has shown up. Like, there is fear in the division. And then he did that. Bro. Now, the only thing that makes me turned off a little bit by him is that he doesn't want to fight grapplers. And he admitted his, 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 uh, his team said, like, they were supposed to fight. I forgot who it was. And they were like, no, we don't want to fight him. Like, why would we want to fight a grappler and create a boring fight? Um, because he's a kick like he's a kickboxer No,
0: not, not so, only that they said like he was he, he's a low profile fighter as well
1: yeah exactly so all of that i don't know but as far as debut like your first fight coming into ufc like how much are you stirring uh patty created a lot of momentum he created a lot of buzz but for me it just doesn't really like i'm like yeah it's patty I, I don't really see the big deal with it chandler was huge but again with everything that happened at this point i'm kind of a little like oh you know he's For me, he's a veteran. Like, he's, I feel like, but yeah, he had a great debut. Terrence McKinney, really, really good debut, but just really unknown. But Alex Pereira, for me, because of the fear that he creates in the division, that's for me, is, like, debut. That's the debut you want. Like, you want to make a debut where the king is, like, looking out, like, damn, oh, crap. Like, he's going to throw that knee. And he throws it, like, damn, that's what you want for me. So, that's my uh, debut of the year.
0: What do you Where think? the fuck are you getting this Israel Adesanya is scared of Alex Pereira? He
1: is. He's the only person that's beat him. I wouldn't say scared, but at least he's the only person where he can't talk down on. Like, he can't really say anything when he's the only person that's defeated you. So, like, even if even if Izzy's like, oh, yeah, he's just new. I don't want to find him yet. Let him get him a few more fights in, in, in the UFC. It's still like, damn, Izzy, you scared or what? Like, everything with this guy now is, you know, you've rattled the king. You know, nobody else has that. You know, the king is undefeated.
0: Have you not listened to Israel Adesanya when he speaks? He doesn't fear losing. Like, people made a big deal when he lost to Jan, and he was just like, yeah, Look, because he, he knows exactly that. Yeah, he, he understands
1: that that one was. Yeah, no, he understands that that one was okay because he was like, I, "I dare to be great. I dare to be great." You know, whatever. Like he went and up he's a division. Also said he's yeah, exactly lost before to one guy, to this guy <laughs> to the guy that just <laughs> that came is, in. Oh my god!
0: Like that doesn't mean he's scared dude, of him.
1: Dude, dude, When you don't lose, like there, that's is different. But when you, there's one guy that's beating you, you're at least a little rattled. You like. Alex Perry coming in isn't just like him, like a random nobody that just... He has fought the king who is undefeated in the UFC and has beaten him. And that's crazy. Like, that in itself is crazy. Nobody else can ever say that. No other person making a debut can make that, say that. No, uh, Nobody in that division, in the the UFC's middleweight division, can say, I have done what Alex Perry has done before. Nobody can say that. So... For me, that's huge. That automatically bumps him up on the list. And let's get the Izzy versus Alex Pereira fight. Yeah.
0: I also don't like your slander towards Paddy the Batty, bro. Paddy the Batty is the boy. So I don't like that. Little... What do you see about him besides
1: his accent and, you know, what, what do you see about him? He's a,
0: he's a fucking fighter, bro. He's out there to the scrap, man. You can't blame this man for wanting to come out there and scrap. You got these guys like Curtis Blades just content with sitting on somebody. Derek Brunson sitting on Kevin Holland, laying on Kevin Holland.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely get that. And that's what scares me about Alex Pereira. Because you put him against a Vittori, a Brunson, he's not making it past them. Pereira's not making it past Vittori. And that's what kind of scares me a little bit there. He can
0: make it past Vittori. He can. You think so? Vittori... Tori's Damn, wait till we move on to fighter, some of the other lists. Vittori, that's my boy. He's a little bit of a dum-dum when it comes to yeah, like actual is. fighting IQ. Yeah, so, no, no, he is. All all right, for, finish up.
1: Who's your debut? You know what?
0: I'm going off script, off, off the list. But if I had to go on the list, I would say Patty the Batty for me. I love this debut. Um, You could call it comeback debut of the year, too, because it was... It's kind of, or was it, was it him or was it the other guy? You know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to announce my debut of the year. Ian Gary. Why is he not on this list, man? Why is he not on this list? And he said, he said like another Irishman said, we're not here to take part. We're here to take over. We're here to take over my boy, Ian Gary debut of the year, bro
1: ah i mean that was a good that was a good it was a good um debut but i guess your story for it i mean there's nothing special about him he's just an average fighter that comes from ireland and he's good but <laughs> you know what else is there average you know, fighter? he's not he's like the nobody's like the champion is not gonna fight him the champion is not there's and there's no buzz there. Nobody is claiming for him. Like there's no fear of this guy coming into the division. Now, it might bring in a lot of money, this guy coming into the UFC for the UFC. Like he's probably gonna be a star. He's definitely gonna he is gonna be a star. That dude, like when mm-hmm. I saw him, yeah. He had you, a got, he got, you gotta
0: just remove all the future stuff, all the outside. It's just it's just the pure fight who had the debut of the year. You gotta remove all the all the he's the king is scared. Da da da. That has nothing to do with the actual fight.
1: Yeah. No. Well we're talking about debut, like your first, <laughs> you know, your first coming into the UFC. Stick to each point, bro. We're talking about now about coming into the UFC. Uh no, I I mean yeah, you you are right. Patty is probably the biggest one on the list, uh Ian, but they don't they're nothing crazy for me. Like, they're just average fighters who are going to blow up, of course. But you would expect it. Do you get any little white dude with an accent that can kind of win? You get the Sugar shans, You get the – all these guys. You know, you're it's, – Sugar Shons it's sure even have an hit. accent. <laughs> yeah, but he's this little white boy that's beating out all these unranked people. Uh, <laughs> do you honestly think that Patty can, can be a champion in that division or Ian – like, do you think their debut means anything to the UFC besides I think they more are money? The
0: future, bro. They are, they are literally younger than us. No, it, like, stop acting like. No, I get that's you. I get normal. That's that a good point.
1: Like, that is a good point. No, I get you. you.
0: You, fanboy over Chase Hooper.
1: What, what is he? Hey.
0: A white boy. I do. crazy. I crazy. Like, though.
1: Yeah, that dude crazy though. Uh, you just but no, I you get you. I get don't you. Don't they like, are the future. You don't like
0: the Europeans, bro. I, 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 got it now. I don't like Conor McGregor, and you're the
1: still Europeans. like. <laughs> no, you are right though. They are the future. Um, but the, the the list wasn't future potential fighters of the year. You know, it was debut of the year. And if you really think that his debut Ian's debut, his performance was a lot more impressive than some of the other guys then... I guess I'll give that to you, but, you know. No, that is a good option. Um, but again, it's just another white boy for me. It doesn't really do. I don't see anything impressive there. Anything that rattles the competition or shakes things up or changes the status quo. That's what I want to see. Alex Pereira doesn't change the status quo, bro. Yeah, he does. He no, makes he doesn't. the king scared. The reigning, undefeated king that there's literally no competition for it. Right now, there's no competition for Izzy. Who's he going to fight? Literally, and like we don't have anybody for Izzy because he's undefeated and he makes a mockery of these guys. But somebody I just showed you,
0: up. Hamza Shemaev will have a title shot
1: before Alex Pereira. I definitely. Now see you that. want to talk about somebody I that have, I definitely up. see that happening? I did because Izzy's scared, but and you're right. I definitely do think that. But I don't because even. Izzy, Izzy's scared. gonna be. I don't even think Izzy's gonna be the champ to fight Pereira. You, we might get an Izzy Pereira for like a title eliminator. I definitely see that. That would. Oh, that's probably what's gonna happen. I, I,
0: I can't. I can't imagine Israel Adesanya without the strap. That's just weird. Like
1: exactly. So this guy showing up is changing the status quo. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like that's what I want. I'm tired even of with, even with him coming in, he's not beating Israel Adesanya, bro. He's he might not, not get being... the fight. He might not get the fight because he's irrelevant, and Izzy would never like it would be dumb for Izzy to take the fight, but. It would Alex, probably be a lot more competitive.
0: Alex Pereira is not irrelevant. If you follow the sport, you know who Alex Pereira is. They're just like you. They're like, oh, is he scared? Let's get him on. Yes, fight him, Izzy. It's relevant. Yes. He's on the honest.
1: list. He's on your list. Your Ian dude isn't even on the list. So obviously this Alex Pereira is making a bigger splash than your dude. Uh, but I think that's really the only thing. Like, it just... He's the only guy that has beat Izzy. That's really the only buzz about. Because besides that, he's just a big ass dude that can fight. You know, there's really no. Chandler
0: you know, was a for, was a champion in another.
1: Yeah, but he hadn't beat the undefeated Khabib. Khabib. That's why I said if if Chandler would have been the only guy that had defeated Khabib, and then Khabib came in and been undefeated, Chandler coming in would have been a big deal because it's like, damn, Chandler is the only person that has beat Khabib. You know, man, maybe now we have some competition. Because Khabib can't find anybody else. But that wasn't the case. He was just you know, a former champion. You know
0: who Chandler hasn't been, though? Charles Oliver. A
1: lot Oliver. of people. Yeah, he hasn't beat yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of people. He's right, beat one right. person. He beat one person. All right. So far.
0: Event of the year. So we got <laughs> UFC 261.
1: Oh, you're going to hate me.
0: UFC 267, 268. I swear, to God, if you say Conor, if you say Poirier versus McGregor two for event of the year, I'm gonna come, I no, come no, to this no, computer no, 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 and backhand no, 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 you, no, bro. No, There's no, 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 no way no, no, that is your no. event of the year.
1: No, no, no. no. But right. can I go? Do you want me it's to go not first Conor McGreg- It's not Conor McGregor two. You want me no, to go? You
0: want to go? Okay, okay,
1: okay. It's not Conor McGregor two. It's Conor McGregor three. Justin versus Conor McGregor three for me, was the event of the year. And again, again, dude, going back to what Alex told me, like, this is about how you feel. And, bro, for me, that was the greatest event of my life. Because it was the first event that I had in my house, too, where I had a bunch of people. You know, we had a co- – cut, like, we were cooking. We we made grilled fajitas. Everybody there was there to watch the fight. And even – there was a lot of people there that were casuals because that's the only time people come out to watch UFC. Uh, They were like, man, there was a... to Ivasa fought that night. Like, there was a lot of good fights. And it was just an overall really good night that... And I've said this before on on other podcasts. Nobody else would create that feeling or that that event if it wasn't for Conor McGregor. Like, most of the people that were there in my house that night were only there for Conor McGregor. And once the fight started, 99% of the people there went for Conor McGregor. I was the only one that was going for Dustin Poirier. So just as far as events... That was the um event of the year for me. It was a great I remember, event.
0: I remember you saying to me, "Is this what it feels like when like the Super Bowl, like people talk yeah. about the Super Bowl and stuff?" Like I'm kind of like,
1: "Dude, yeah. like it was the first time where like it, everything like I have been waiting for this moment. I've known the history. There were people coming over, like I was planning food, the time, like everything was it was going to be like a a night of watching fights, which I've never really had that. I've had some people come over for some fights. I've had like I've gone out to watch fights with friends. Like, I've done all little, all types, but this was like a almost like a UFC watching party. I've never really had that. And I don't think I'll have that again until McGregor fights again. Like, I don't think, like, the next fight that I'm super excited for would be like Shamai versus Usman, which if I tell a random friend, like, bro, come watch this fight, they'll be like, who the heck are these guys? And Gay G versus Oliveira, which again, if I tell a random casual, like, hey, come, this is going to be a crazy fight, they're like, I don't know who these guys are. But McGregor? It could be McGregor versus uh, anybody. The unranked, p- p- freaking nobody. People will come after. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that would be a huge card. Actually. That would be a huge so, thing. So, so, uh,
0: so, event but, of the year. Yeah. Is two- Connor 3.
1: I don't 16, remember what it was.
0: October, July.
1: July. I was like in August, May. September. I'll find it. 254. 264. 265.
0: 264. Two sixty
1: four. July tenth. Yep. We had Tite Vasa, Gilbert Burns, Sean O'Malley versus Chris Moutinho was on that card. You mm-hmm. know, over it was an overall great night for casuals. So I had a great event <laughs> <For> then. <that>. Casuals.
0: <laughs> um there you go. The only thing I would knock on that one is the actual main event. Yeah. When you have these this kind of competition for event of the year, that main event result. It, it, it's a big one and yeah. that main event you know dr stoppage be, it ending like that within breaking his leg really blows um so 267 is just off this list i don't i mean i love don't get me wrong i love 267 but it is fucking off this list you just throw it away so really it's 261 versus 268 um 261 is the one uh, Usman versus Masvidal 2 that was in Florida, which you talk about like atmosphere and everything like that. The first event, the first sporting event since COVID with a live crowd, like a full oh, yeah. sold out crowd. Yeah. And talk about memorable from the get go, that shit was memorable. Anthony Smith kicking, kicking Jimmy Crute and just his leg just going out. You had Chris Weidman freaking break his leg against Uriah yeah, Hall. Crap! You had yeah, you're right. You had uh crap. What what other fight was on there? I know I know the two Valentino. championship
1: fights. It was Shevchenko, wasn't it? Shevchenko
0: Shevchenko
1: dominating, yeah. Yeah.
0: dominating Andrade, and then you had doug rose with the head kick i am the best i am the best and then to top it all off the cherry on top the fucking knockout of the year you had usman just totally meme jorge masvidal just absolutely just highlight real stuff you can't i mean i don't i don't know like i don't know if you get any better than that i remember just the whole time watching that card just goosebumps i was like oh my god there's a crowd everybody's going ape shit it it was it was i i just i don't know i mean 268 honestly for me personally i would pick 269 over 268 um the only thing that has that 268 has really gone for it is uh justin gaethje versus michael chandler Um, other than that I mean it was great fights don't get me wrong great fights on that card but as far as just the whole thing surrounding an event like you were talking about Caesar I'm gonna have to go with UFC 261 because I I still I still get goosebumps thinking about it watching sitting there watching it just being so excited like it and just how I've never seen a main card that just absolutely delivered. You could have you Dana White could have told me you need to pay three hundred dollars for this card. I would have been okay. Take my money. If with that card, um, I just feel like it kind of sucks for you because I feel like you would share the same sentiment. But like you said, yeah. you were at a gig, so you kind of just watched. I, I was
1: it, watching on my phone.
0: You watched it on your phone, and I feel yeah. like you just you didn't get. That full, just I had my freaking TV bumped up all loud, hearing the crowd go like, Woo! "Woo!" And I'm just, ah, it was, yeah. I mean, I think I got to go with 261,
1: me personally. That was a a really good one. Cause even watching it on my phone, like there was so much going on that I kept like showing people, like everyone around me, everybody kept crying over my phone. You know, I was watching it. If I was playing, I had it sitting there, and I was like, at some points, I would just stop. I remember the Thug Rose one. I was playing live, and I just stopped playing. And I was like, what? The, what?" And I like, and the bass player was looking at me, and I was like, I showed him the phone. He was like, bro, play. What are you doing? I was like, dude, look. How do you want me to play <laughs> when this just happened? And I kept playing, but like afterwards, I kept rewatching it. And yeah, even from just seeing it like that, I got goosebumps. It, was, it definitely delivered. So you're right. Good one. Good one. Still stick with mine. But yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh I'm, I'm gonna give the 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 chair the throne or whatever i'm gonna give the room to alejandro for a quick minute to share our sponsors for oh wait we don't have any sponsors anywho no i'm gonna give the the room to alejandro we talked about a lot here i just wanted any thoughts on your end alejandro about anything we just went over
2: I don't know, man. I hate to side w- with Caesar on the on the the McGregor one, but remember your reaction. You we saw the the McGregor one together, dude. That that had to be the knockout, man. You went nuts. You went nuts. It's
0: because you were you weren't there when Usman knocked yeah. out Mosbado. You weren't there.
2: No, no th- that was a good knockout, but. But it's a good point that, that like, your reaction to the knockout, I wasn't, nobody was expecting that. Like, that, that, that was the unexpectedness made that so much greater than, man, that was a good one. No one just, expected
0: Usman to nice. flatline. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth I mean, board,
1: Still, bro, Conor McGregor's like, is, is, he's almost mythical. Like, Conor McGregor's like this, like this being, even though he's been losing, but just nobody, I don't know, man. Okay. Okay. Know.
0: First of all, if, yeah, if, if if you know your MMA, if you follow this shit, you know Dustin is that guy, and you know Connor hasn't fought in a year. You, you like, even though, yes, you know it was it was crazy, like, oh my god, Dustin knocked out Connor. But if you know and you follow the sport, it's not the most unexpected thing ever because you're just kind of like Connor hasn't fought in a year. Dustin left or- nut
1: that Connor would have won that fight. Like but he would have yeah. won everything. He just has that aura. Like all the
2: casual fans watched that fight. There's just this aura to him, bro. Okay. Like,
1: first of all, he didn't have that was- same
0: aura when he was over there. Like, hi, Dustin. Uh, You want to share the, the hot sauce? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. 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 We're both champions. <laughs> yeah. So Don't even tell me about the aura. Cause he no. didn't have that shit that, that for that fight.
2: I don't know. It's just, I didn't think that big of that moment until, like, Caesar brought up, like, man, just watching it and, like, the whole, like, everything around it, it, it was, that was a lot of, that was a bigger moment than I remember it. Like, that was, that was huge. Like, the whole just reaction, everybody's reaction. Yeah, that had to be up there. We'll that one was good. Off.
1: The world stopped the day Conor McGregor got knocked down. Like, and I was pissed. I was pissed. I had bet money on that one, so I was
2: like furious. Because man. man, I was not guessing that. So I'm gonna have to give uh, Caesar props on on bringing that one up. But see, I got some good. Thoughts. So, yeah. Any,
0: any other thoughts? That's the only thought you had.
2: No, but I, I do really agree with you on the man seeing that one. I was I was out seeing that one, dude. That was insane. That really had to be that knockout, dude. That was insane. The whole card, the whole card,
1: insane. All right, I got some questions for Alex. Did he really I, have I, to I, do something? The the sponsors or something? Or were you joking?
0: No, no. no I was I was just, okay, I got a question we, for
1: Alex though. I want, wish. I want, it, I want you before we get to like some other stuff. I want, I have some. Uh, I thought of uh, a new choice or like a new uh, voting thing. I want you to choose which is the most uh, embarrassing moment. So one was Vittori. One of the fees that I thought—I don't know if y'all can think of more—was Vittori when he took the pictures with the shorts backwards.
2: That, <laughs> that was, was funny. Bad.
1: That was funny though. Uh, when uh, when there was the whole Miley Cyrus thing, Julian, Marcus, Julian I think Marquez. Julian Marquez. When yeah. that's when he won that fumbled, comeback of the year fight. Yeah, completely yeah. fumbled that whole thing. Uh, I also thought of Diaz slapping Leon and just completely embarrassing him, and then Costa missing the weight. Uh, <laughs> Just and just saying, like, that's essentially your problem, but they were yeah. both on the same night. So, are there any other embarrassing um, moments just from the UFC or just funny moments like that? Because I just for, the only one that I thought was Vittori, and then I try to think of other options, but that one was just embarrassing.
0: I know this is this is happened in 2020, but I still can't get over Sign the contract, <laughs> I, I, I want to fight. Sign the contract, we must fight again. I know it was 2020, but still it was fucking funny. I don't know what it is when these fight Israel Adesanya, they just turn into freaking yeah. jokes. I don't know what it is. They forget they forget how to put on their shorts. You talk about fear? You don't even know how to put on his
1: shorts. That's fear. I just I just don't get how that happened. How a lot of people like let it go on. The guy taking the pictures, the people standing around him. Him, him. That's what so, made it funny though,
2: like because it wasn't just like a one second thing. It was. Just and like, then it
1: got posted on the year. Yeah. like They were edited. They went through the PR team. Yeah. <laughs> the media account, uh, social manager. <laughs> it went yeah. through so many people.
2: And that's one of those things was once you paid attention to it, you just kept looking at, it. you just kept laughing about. It. That was a good. I that was it. a good one. You couldn't see it.
1: Yeah, uh, I can't I think of that other stuff like that. And that's why right now I was like, man, I wish I would have put more thought into this. Could have thought of some other stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I don't and know if like, embarrassing,
2: though. But but like the, the one that, that was just like, damn, that was funny was the whole wine thing. Because uh, whenever oh, Izzy does one. the whole, like, the, the reacts, like, you know, he, he's always talking shit. And it was funny because, like, he, he does those like, like, little snark-like stabs at him and just like, oh, he was probably drinking too much wine the night before. So that was that, before. that was probably my favorite
1: one okay i have another one i put oh god moment one was the weidman leg snap Ooh, like weird. oh god moment then the tony not tapping moment when tony wouldn't tap to the arm bar that's an oh god moment bro don't first give me, that, all, look. Don't give all, me dude, that, that look. first of all that was insane that was that insane. was that was like oh god like come on
2: because on. everybody watching was like oh it's about a break yeah dude. it broke broke it went the completely yeah the other you way. hear the snap and everything dude that was insane hold on
0: hold on i just want y'all to know first of all i feel like i'm speaking to two casuals here caesar you know this is 2021 right that happened in 2020
1: damn you're right i idea? still like it though i still yeah. i'm still gonna keep it all right the <laughs> other one was like the connor leg break and then the holloway cater beating when he just beat the crap out of him for five rounds
0: or how about or if you can think of some or some other or moments. more
1: specifically when like, he said, oh "I'm
0: the best boxer in the UFC," <laughs> and just like yeah. hit yeah. him and weaving his punches without even looking at him. Yeah,
1: and so I was trying to put that one like on another list, like a crazy moment, because that was definitely like a that was wild. I still watch that, one. and I show that that piece to every maybe like content for casuals, because that moment <laughs> was definitely a content for like yeah. I've showed that to everybody that will yeah, watch.
2: See, that's that what makes the Connor leg break like like a super old oh god moment because all the casuals were watching that one too oh so that's 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 even more like that that's the thing that makes Connor like it brings in all the casuals too like because I watch it, everybody was watching it, and then you just see the leg just oh that one was yeah, that's an old oh god moment.
0: yes, but we are not casuals we that that's yeah. why. we was we yours then mine for
1: old oh God like or pick another moment.
0: No, you want to know a real Oh God moment? Y'all should have seen Caesar's face when Charles Oliveira knocked out Michael Chandler. This boy was sitting there, arms <laughs> ha- arms above his head, just mouth just wide open for like five minutes straight until they put the belt on him because he couldn't believe what the hell just happened. <laughs> like, he could not believe.
1: I can't believe that. I can't <laughs> believe that. But that would be more of like a, I mean, that was a comeback. I mean, a comeback is only a comeback if your guy won. Otherwise, it's a complete upset. Like, if it was the other way around, like, when your guy is winning, and then the other guy makes the comeback, you're like, what the heck just happened? Like, that's what happened to me. Chandler was winning the fight. That was a an odd
0: oh moment for you, personally. I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, I think the, I, would, uh, I, would say, I would say Chris Wyman breaking his leg was just like, uh, I remember sitting there, like, with my buddies, and, like, when that happened, I was just, we were just like, yeah, the the room was just quiet. It was just yeah. quiet. This is like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Dude. That is. Uh, what just happened, man? Yeah. Dude. How
1: do you recover yeah. from this? Dude. Yeah. The card was so good. Yeah. Dude. I was at a gig. I was at a gig again. It was that same event and I showed it to, and everybody had that reaction like, oh, what? Like everybody freaked out with that. That was a crazy moment. And, uh, Oh man, I was shaking a little bit after that. Like I just kept it was traumatizing. That was a traumatizing moment.
0: Got any other ones? Right.
1: Uh, well I'll put like why fights, like why. Uh one was Yan versus Izzy. That's where the thought came in. Like why did they even like some of the well hold on, I'll I'll explain. The other one was like Bilal versus Leon uh with the ice (laughs) scratch and it just ended that way and it was just like a complete waste of time Um,
0: (laughs) on my birthday (laughs) yeah
1: versus o'malley uh i don't know if that one was on there but that one was just i don't know what that fight was uh and i couldn't think of any other more but the yawn versus izzy i just i just don't think it sat well with the light heavyweight division the fact that Izzy got this chance to fight Jan and just kind of slowed down the whole division. Uh then a few fighters have said that like if it wouldn't have been and I said the same thing. I was like this is so dumb. Why are we doing this? Uh Izzy should fight people in his division, Jan should fight people in his division, otherwise abandon the uh belt and go up like John Jones did. Um but uh it just slowed down the division then he lost and now Jan is out for a while. Don't so use that was just
0: like John Jones as an example of something good. He abandoned the belt because he has he abandoned the belt before COVID and he's still yet to fight. That's why he abandoned the
1: belt. It's been, yeah, it's been a while since homeboys fought, but uh, but yeah, that, for me, that was my wife. fight. Like, why did they have this fight? Like, for me, it just didn't make sense. And I guess that was like,
0: I don't know the, how uh, many times we have to rehash <laughs> this argument. But we're talking about the year. That's why
1: we're rehashing arguments. What
0: this, it made sense. I tried at the time in the middleweight division. There was no one for, no one, and Yan. I mean, Glover Teixeira was there, but like, still. I mean, I think Teixeira, if I remember correctly, Teixeira fought decently recent to win. Uh, uh when Izzy and Jan fought. I don't know. Look, yeah. if you're Jan I think it's just more you, you take that fight, fight, like why not? Yeah. And no, Izzy yeah. had nothing else to do in the middle because he was waiting on whoever, whomever, to just the for the division the division to just advance in some way for him to get the next contender. And
1: yeah. and like I, I did say this like it made sense but it's only after the fact. He lost, and so now we're just kind of, we're back to square one, and we just wasted time. That's kind of my idea. Like, it was just completely a waste of time. If Izzy would have won, then yeah, it would have been a monumental moment. You know, all this. Now we like, oh, we have another double champ. Like, what happens now? But he lost. And because he lost, now we're sitting there like, okay, well, Jan has to wait it out. Izzy has to, like, it kind of like, every, the both divisions took a step back. Because that's what happens. And it sucks that he lost. It's after the fact. I know it, it, it probably, if he would have won, I probably would be speaking differently. But he lost. And because he lost, it became a complete waste of time.
0: I don't know how many times I have to get this through your brain. He did not hold up the middleweight division. There was nothing.
1: Well, if anything, he did hold up the light heavyweight division. I feel like if not, at this point, we would have had like one more fight. I think we would have had a yeary fight by now.
0: After after what Glover did to Jan, I feel like everything yeah. should be absolved. Like yeah. or what if that... did not delay anything. At least he yeah. gave oh. he gave Jan an actual title defense before he just went and just kissed yeah. it yeah. all away. You
1: think you think if that Jan, the one that fought Izzy, would have just gone ahead and fight uh over Teixeira, it would have ended the same way. You Who knows, nope. right? Yeah, you Who knows. know. I feel like that's the fight that should have happened, not the fight that did happen. And I feel like everything would have moved on. Like then Yuri would've had a uh like we just would have been a little bit more had we did take a step back. We're still good Because a style you know, bender hater. A little. But I'm not really a hater on him. Honestly, I'm more of a hater on his management. I've never been a fan of that Eugene dude. Um and stuff like that. But uh but no, he's he's cool. But uh <laughs> All right, that was that was it. That was the only My things man, I had. He, he's cool. Wait, you didn't enjoy the the Martino fight with Sean?
2: Yeah, but it I didn't mean, really it, make
1: sense either. It, it was, was, I no... mean, it was
2: completely one sided and stuff. But it was, it was pretty entertaining.
1: Minute. Yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty entertaining. No, it was great. Yeah, it it was fun, but we're like, yeah, it didn't really do anything. And I don't know. I don't really know what I'm really thinking about for this like group, like this topic. I just put like why fights. And for me, that was just like, why did this fight yeah. happen? Like, they're not at the same level. Like, we knew what was going to happen, which was Sean was just gonna put a beating on this guy. So, like, it's entertainment. Yeah, it dude, was really good, and it was that great. The dude zombie. Dude, the yeah. dude was a zombie. There's that yeah, was super entertaining. Both of them. Yeah, no, it was a great. It was the night of the Conor McGregor three, and yeah. so it was great for people that don't really watch fights for them to come watch that. That was a great great fight but i don't know at the end of the day i was like why you know nothing would have happened either way but it was great it was a fun so i don't really know what i'm thinking about for this overall because then the Bilal versus leon fight that was just a complete waste of time that was the most pointless like that was just a complete waste of time and so uh now they need to run it back or that will like if they run it back now we have history. Now that fight makes more sense. There's some story there. Now there is, uh, If there isn't a fight then. And then I was trying to think of something to put Giannis versus Costa fight in because for me that was just one of the most fun MMA Twitter fights that we've had. Like the build up to that was just such a cool um, like social media moment. Like everybody yeah. kind of I don't know. I haven't really seen that before.
0: To where they got bumped up to the main card because of it.
1: Because of social media. Yeah. So I don't know what, what, like, what that would be under or what would be more fights like that. But I don't know of any other ones. That one was great where both guys are likable.
0: Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, but let's get down to the final few categories. Um, I guess we'll start with... Uh, let's do fight of the year. You know what I'm saying? Fight of the year. Now... Since there is no nomination, we're kind of just going off the cuff. And fight of the year is very um, overwhelming. It's a, it's a loaded question because there's a lot of fights, especially in 2021. And sometimes you just forget about some. But my fight of the year, for me, if my name was Cesar Castaneda, It would be Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor, too. Look at this boy. Hell, (laughs) you (laughs) took (laughs) my answer. Fight of the year. I saw on ESPN, the ESPN MMA, they gave fight of the year to Volkanovski versus Ortega, which, huh? I don't think so. I mean, maybe round three of that fight is round of the year, but five of the year, that's a one-sided fight. Um, You might as well put holloway versus cater for fight of the year um oh yeah good point but me personally i guess i don't know if this is recency bias slash i can't really think of all the fights on the top of my head michael chandler versus justin gaethje i mean i i i mean is there any any yeah. Any other fights that can compete with that? I mean, please in, in, inform me because that, that's all I can think of. Yeah, the no, fight of the year. no,
1: you're right. You're right. Uh, I think they really gave it to the other to Ortega versus uh, uh, Volkanowski because it's just almost too predictable. It's, it's almost too easy to give it to Gage versus Chandler. But when if they did their thing, bro, they did their thing. They went out there. We knew exactly what was going to happen, which was it was going to be a great fight, and they delivered. And you shouldn't hold them accountable for that. Like, oh, yeah, you know, we expected that from them. And because everybody thinks that's the best fight, like, we need to give it to somebody else. No, it was um, it was a great fight. I think it's fight of the year. I don't think there's any other fight that can compete as far as for it being a great fight for casuals, a fight for mainstream, for uh, it was full of action. There was going back and forth on both sides. It was scrambling. Uh, it was bloody. You had uh, Chandler just walking forward, taking hits. Uh, this was a completely diff- uh, different level of fighting. This was like a a very technical gladiator brawl. I don't know. It was just, they just went at it. There was it no... Was,
0: it was so good. The fight that followed them was also an absolute banger, but the crowd was just like, you know, we used up all our energy from the last, last fight.
1: And you know, for me, the rest of the night, like the rest of the night brought came down like that was the same night Canelo fought uh like after there was so much adrenaline during that fight that everything after that was almost like coming down from it dumped. it it couldn't it it never reached that same level again there was other adrenaline rushes throughout the night but that Chandler and Gage fight the entire time the 15 minutes uh it was action packed and I'm glad that it was the way that it was it wasn't there would have been 5 rounds Maybe it wouldn't been the same thing, um, but it, it was three rounds. It was perfect, and it was just filled. With, even at the end, we got Chandler just jumping around, doing random stuff, and you know, overall, it was uh, it didn't disappoint. So yeah, fight of the year by far. Not even that close. One,
2: that one was a fun one to watch with Caesar, dude. That one was fun. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Caesar was, was losing it. No, it was uh, funny. That was,
2: uh... Even on the the fights after that, the the commentators they would say this would be a great fight if it didn't come after the Gagey fight. Because dude, the the other fights were really good fights, but you just couldn't compare, dude. You yeah.
1: just couldn't compare. No, they that even lost. Fight. Fight. I was we were watching after Gagey. Like I had to sit out a couple, like the next fight, like where yeah, I, did I just you... had to like calm we were... down. Was... What?
2: We were watching the other fights, and you were just like, "Wow, I can't believe
1: that." <laughs> Yeah, I was just sitting there, still just thinking about the previous fights, and I had guests over, and I was just—I would try to talk to them a little bit, and it was just there was so much adrenaline, there was so much with that fight. So yeah, by far, fight of the year, not even close. Okay, dude. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So I guess we're all in. That's a unanimous decision, right there. That's why I like to call 3027. 3027, 3027. Um. So now let's go to the female fighter of the year. I'm going to put this out there because I think it's such a joke. ESPN named none other than Juliana Pena as the female fighter of the year. (laughs) I don't want to even touch on that because that's some Caesar shit right there. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I I think I would prefer, I would rather take 2020 Tony Ferguson fighter of the year rather than Juliana Pena 2021 women's fighter of the year. Um, but for me personally, it's honestly between Thug Rose and Valentina Shevchenko. Um, let's see. I know Thug Rose fought twice. Zhang Li had that highlight knockout Shevchenko how many times did she fight she fought uh Maya Jennifer Maya was that this year or was that last year all right let's just go backwards then she fought Andrade um she fought Lauren Murphy that was another one I feel like she fought three times this year but I might be mixing up the end of last year with it um Alejandro whenever you look whenever you find that out let me know um she might have only fought twice um but i think for me personally if valentina only fought twice i'm gonna have to go with twice okay so i'm gonna have to go with thug rose just cuz how do you, I, I i mean trust me valentina Chevchenko is the greatest woman fighter of all time. Yeah, I'm gonna say that right here, right now. Amanda Nunez, move over. Valentina Shevchenko is the greatest woman fighter of all, time. and she's so great that she she did not win this award in in my eyes because she did exactly what she was supposed to do, which was be great, which is what she is. But as far as this year. This specific year, it belonged to Thug Rose. Just the moments she had from, you know, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. Going out there and head kicking, KO, Zhang Weili, and then coming back and fighting her again, going five rounds, had to go the distance, had to dig deep, get pull the grappling out of, pull out the grappling and whatnot. I just... I you, you you got I for this year, I just gotta give
1: it to Doug Rose. Oh man. So I'm not really a big fan of the women's MMA, just because I also feel there's not a lot of competition. I feel like there's a big gap between the champions <laughs> and the uh, contenders. Uh, like Valentina, I mean you're only as good as your competition. You're only as good up against the people that you go. For example, Sean O'Malley's really good, but he goes up against Trashkins. So can't really like consider him one of the greatest if you're only going up against nobody's now if you dare to stand up against the king if you dare to challenge the two-time division champion and you call them out on their bs and say i'm gonna beat you and then you do exactly what you say you were gonna do that uh might be the fighter woman fighter of the year so i get the julian opinion and just because i'm not that sold on a lot of the women's MMA department, I think it's, most of it is a joke. Um, uh, I, I do kind of agree with Juliana Pena. I feel like there's a big gap between the champions. I feel like there's a very small amount of very elite women's MMA fighters. And besides that, the rest of them don't really hold anything close to them. Uh, as far as in the circle, I believe the champions are Shevchenko. Rose, I think they're they're up there. But besides that, the the gap between the competition. So Shevchenko, I wouldn't give it to her just because I feel like she doesn't hate competition. And when she does, like against Amanda Nunez, she folds. You know, she doesn't really. But if she goes up against the freaking waitress from Waffle House, of course she's gonna win, and she beats her down. Oh, um,
0: hold, hold your
1: Unis. You
0: hold, hold your She horse is, was a bro. previous
1: champion that. She was a previous champion. So now she comes back like, oh, yeah, now I'm, I'm ready now. I'm really ready now. Okay, you were already a champion. Um, you weren't ready then, I guess. You know, do we just believe you now? And oh, it's very oh, impressive. Oh, oh. But once you've already once you've already gone to the top of Everest once, getting there again is just not as impressive. Uh, now, Amanda, perhaps the scariest human being as far as women's MMA. The, by far. There's the best in, in the other divisions, like Kayla Harrison, are scared of her, like... The the only way you can prove that you're the best women's uh, martial artist is to beat uh, Amanda Nunez. That's the whole deal with Kayla coming to the UFC just to fight Amanda to truly see. Now, you can argue that had-
0: beat Amanda Nunez, bro. Come on. Those you can judges, argue a lot of things. You can argue judges, a lot of things. Judges, We're just going judges.
1: based on facts, bro. We're going based off stats the facts and numbers. Is
0: those judges <laughs> screw Shevchenko, and she should have won a split decision. Okay, should have cut it. Would
1: have. All right, man. No, no, no. Look. Uh,
0: no, my bastard. thing, my
1: thing, my thing, my thing is I don't really know. Uh, is Shevchenko is a black widow? Victory. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. Calm a down. Widow. Let me get my point across. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is like Guetta though. It, it, yeah, no, she. I definitely think she has some type. She's an assassin. Like she has some type of uh, uh, spy training or something because she cannot be just a regular fighter. Um, but they're all for me. They're just really elite fighters. There wasn't anything crazy in the women's department. Sure, you know Rose fought Yongwei Wei Li and then she beat her. All that very impressive. But there was no other moment in women's MMA and in MMA in general. Uh, like when. Juliana Pena defeated uh, Amanda Nunes, and two like I'm st- I'm still shook that that happened. So, um, I'm actually gonna go with Juliana Pena for fight, and I hate her, bro. She's so cringy. I hate Juliana Pena as the champion. Look, she's the I- cringiest <laughs> champion for me. Like I I hate her face. Like I don't like like when she stood on top of the cage and she did like that little. Ah, Whatever moment, I was like, get off of the case. You're embarrassing <laughs> did you see the, the UFC. Memes, bro."
0: Did you see bro? The memes, bro? Yeah, what? like it's just,
1: it's such an embarrassing thing to have her as a champion. But we also have all Jermaine Sterling as a champion, who I don't think it gets any more embarrassing than that to have him as a champion. Okay. So for me, Julian Pena, she did the impossible. She went up, she was David and Goliath. She stood up to Goliath and she said, no you are fighting me and I'm taking everything that's yours and she actually did it and uh I'm not that big on women's just because I don't really like seeing them punch each other as much um and it's almost like watching like the flyweight division like nobody really cares about the flight division and the uh weights and the feather because there's really not that many knockouts there it's very technical nobody cares about ass. the. just go and ahead. then but yeah then you have the other spectrum which is the heavyweights and they don't last they fight for the first 20 seconds they give it everything they got and then if nobody gets a knockout then they kind of just stumble through for the next 15 minutes you know that's kind of the idea that's why the 155 that's like the best little like because you have enough speed you have enough power for knockouts you have durability where you have enough cardio you're not as heavy it's a good little middle range but the two spectrums the heavyweights, you know knockouts but yeah that's my issue with the with the uh but we've talked about this extensively about the women's division, about the women's. Um, but I'm gonna go with Juliana Mom- Pena, man. Moments I I, like I do these. think she did the I think she did the the impossible. I think she really shook up the world. She changed the status quo, and I love that.
0: Moments like these are reasons why I'm glad that um, we don't have a lot of people listening to our
1: podcast at the moment. What you mean, bro? <laughs> because masses need to hear the news that i'm giving them because it's I, the
0: truth okay two fans i wholeheartedly disagree with caesar i enjoy very well, I much like enjoy women's mma
1: yeah, they're fun apparently but they're, a lot doesn't... more
0: than caesar <laughs> oh,
1: i'm into it like everybody like you like it but there's just it's true like some divisions are more popular than others and if it could be the top women's, the, the top contenders in the women's, if they, if they hold the main event for a UFC event, they're not holding a pay-per-view event. Amanda Nunes, the top woman, did what, like 90,000 views? It's not just 90,000 pay-per-views. It's not me. I'm no. just saying what you, nobody wants to say out loud, but <laughs> it's true. Like, if there, there's just, just no just, comparison please, and then to, to be like oh you're well, in man. a hole and you keep digging <laughs> and, like, and oh, digging we, we like everybody no bro like they're not as like they're interesting but you know you probably know five women from the the women's division you probably know five of them and there's five? like 30 of them. you probably oh, know bro. five bro Dude, okay, okay, Look. I'm gonna tell you some names, and you're gonna tell well, no. me if they're a UFC fighter or if it's a random name that I just made. Oh. Up. <laughs> and I can bet you, and I can bet you, you can't tell me. Let's, Let's go, do it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, all
2: right. <laughs> this, this is great.
0: Oh man, Th-
2: yeah. Disclaimer: uh, views uh, said on this podcast do not reflect how uh, slice apples feels
1: yeah it Disclaimer. does it, it, it's how the world feels like there was even a moment no <laughs> there was even a, no, was even a moment on the, bisping, no. on the bisping on the bisping show like there was a, a moment on the bisping show where the producer asked him something like oh you know this uh Mackenzie dern has fought which of the top contenders do you think she should face now and he's like are you seriously gonna put me in the spot don't know any other women's contenders give me the list he was like nobody knows the women's contenders off of the top of their head He was like why would you do that to me and it's true like nobody can uh but uh but no i, I get you i get you and it is i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right just, can you stop talking please for once in all your right. life just stop okay just stop i don't take anything back low-key I know I, really just, I, I just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Why are you tripping, bro? <laughs> I'm just trying to talk, but you keep you I'll keep go going. Sorry 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 sorry, right. sorry, 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 So
1: ahead.
0: a lot of stuff you said there. Um I enjoyed the women's aspect of MMA, right, like I was saying. Um
1: asking.
0: <laughs> I was just messing. As, I'm messing as around. As, as far as the bantam weight and fly weight, there's a yes, there is a big gap between the champion and the contenders, except for obviously in the bantamweight division because the champion is Juliana Pena, so there's not that big of a gap. Um, but the strawweight division is by far the best division in women's MMA,
1: and it has Ain't some three killers on, on there. I think three people on there. That's not the champion.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm give her anything I'm just gonna go down. Thug Rose, you got Carla. let say that's
1: not the champion. All right, that's one.
0: Carla Sarza, you got uh, uh, Mackenzie Earn. Come on, Mackenzie Earn, dude. Uh, Amanda Rebus, you got Angela I Hill. You got. Um, uh, it. Those
1: those are the, the big ones from that.
0: Uh, uh, no uh, one. uh, hey, Amanda Nunez's wife, Nina Nunez, Strawweight, <laughs> too.
1: <laughs> Torres, Michelle that, that is Torres. like the that's like the good one. Yeah, now that I'm looking at... Because, yeah, on the flight weight... Marino or Rodriguez,
0: and, that should be your girl. She Mexican. Mexican-born, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, no, I guess all the women that are interesting are on that one, the straw weight. Because they're... Oh, and then Bantamweight has some... That's where... Uh, the flight weight, though. Not a lot of uh, competition. Jennifer Maya, Lauren Murphy. but she's beating all of them. I get your point, but, bro. But, Hopefully but, you <laughs> get my point. I get what you're trying to say. Hopefully you get what I'm trying to also, say, too, bro. I
0: need I need to address... <laughs> a little (sighs) tip that you said which it has to be bs i I think you're just talking out of your ass you said no one watches the flyweight uh that's starting to change a little bit don't forget your champion and then you mentioned right after that like bantam i just said holy smokes bantamweight division is probably the best division in the ufc at the moment so I don't know what you're now. talking. It's a about. good, it's a
1: good division. It's a good division, but it's not the best. Yeah, no, the flyweight are definitely making a comeback. Like they're talking about, uh, but really, it's just Figueroa Moreno. Like they're the reason what, what, that it's blowing up. But it's it slowly
0: the in the UFC.
1: I don't know if we're talking about buzz. I would say the lightweight. That's no. definitely who Ooh. the most talk is about. Bro, come on. You can you can almost make uh you can make a a main event out of almost the top ten. In the lightweight division, and it would blow up. You can't really do that in any division. You can't just get <clears throat> anybody from the top do ten I, of any we, other division. I'm going to spare. I'm I'm going to ask you. Let's have a let's have a versus battle then. I'll All pick right. fights from the lightweight, and you pick fights from the uh, bantamweights, and we'll see I'm, which one would be a better main I'm, event. I'm just going to go
0: down this list of bantamweights, and I, I just I want you to look at it first before you yeah, let me no, go down have, this I,
1: list. I, I, we'll do the versus. We'll do you give me a bantamweight, and I'll give you a lightweight. Okay. Go for it. All
0: right. I'm just gonna go straight down the go list. No, 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 I'm no, no. no. Pick, pick your best
1: one. No, pick your best one, and I'll I'll counter that with the Peter lightweight. And go. Huh? Just pick anybody. P-Yan. Go, go, go. Okay. Go. Peter Yan. Just engaging. Just engages far more popular. Peter Yan. That's one and one. Oh, That's the. Why are
0: we Why are Why are y'all keep talking like casuals? Casuals. Trying to be like, oh, casuals who no, Justin Gagey is. No, shut up. You no, know who don't. Peter Yan is. You know who Peter... You, Caesar know who Peter Yan oh, is.
1: I know who Peter Yan is. But I would watch Justin Gage over Peter Yan any day of the week. 100%. Oh, one... And you're ridiculous to say that you wouldn't. Peter Yan just fought Sanhagen, one of the best fights. But Justin Gagey literally got fight of the year. Literally, like, we just sat here and talked about that. You can't put a candle like close to Justin Gate with Gagey and Challenger delivered. Peter Jan's best performance will never be a fight more interesting than j- almost any Justin Gagey fight. Peter Young's a great fighter, very great technical fighter, great, considered the best boxer in the UFC they're, up there with Max Holloway. Look, I'm you know, just, if just if disappointed in you. Justin I'm not individual. saying I'm not
0: I'm not sitting here trying to argue that Peter Yan is a bigger draw than Justin Gagey, but if you put them to, if you random opponent, unknown opponent, if you told me Peter Yan has a fight coming up and Justin Gaethje has a fight coming up, you don't tell me their opponent. Like I just, it's a wash for me. I'm equally interested in both for different reasons, because yes, you're talking about Gaethje. Gaethje the highlight because he's just, he's reckless. He's, he's just gonna. But you can't dismiss Peter Yan because Peter Yan is A different animal, dude. This guy is different. He's so technically sound, and that's why it's it's disappointing me. You're sounding a lot like a casual, and I don't like that, Caesar. I don't like it because I
1: I think you be. I well, I, I have said this, but that you become very like tunnel vision, and you don't really see the bigger picture. Because also we were talking about overall like divisions. So that was the top contender there versus the top contender in the lightweight division. If we keep going, like overall, I think the lightweight division beats out any other division could be casual could be as far as technical fighting could be as far as experience could be as uh res like resume how interesting the draws the paper you know views. what the crazy like, thing is i think the lightweight division is the best division you think it's the bantam weights and no no the
0: crazy I mean. thing is the actual best division in ufc is the featherweight so lightweight is maybe top three because it's li- featherweights then bantam weights and then you can just we can argue now, from there.
1: now, okay, so now the question is, what are you considering, like, the best division? Like, the most, like, if it was, like, a brawl and it was, like, all 15 of the featherweights versus all 15 of the lightweights, uh, like, if they were all to, like, get in, like, a gang fight or, like, which one of them would pull more pay-per-views? Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but definitely they were all to be, like, oh, or, like okay, pound first... for pound. Like, for pound for pound, are we talking about, like, the best fighters or, like, just, like, the division with the most kind of, like, buzz? Because that's first kind of all, where I am it... at.
0: It wouldn't even be fair if we went by pay-per-views because Conor McGregor himself would just like pull Conor the McGregor was going life. through
1: featherweight, but he was going through featherweight and lightweight. So I think they kind of cancel out at this point. I think he drew a lot at featherweight and but lightweight. Conor McGregor current
0: division is lightweight. He doesn't count towards – he hasn't fought in featherweight in I don't – God knows how long. He doesn't count towards it. But when I mean by best, I guess I mean – Deepest. Um, uh, so, for example, what I like to say about the bantamweight division: you're talking about Sean O'Malley, unranked. You got Adrian yanez unranked. You see all these guys, these bantamweights, unranked, you and you're yeah. you're you want to see them fight. You okay. have these guys, you want to see them fight. Lightweight division is very top heavy. I'll give you that. The top five, top six to eight, nine. The top nine. Yes, you can't, I think one through nine, champion through nine, you, you probably can't beat that anywhere else. But the featherweight and bantamweight division are much deeper. Yeah. Yeah, one, through definitely 15, right one through 15 plus unranked. And you're just like, dude, these guys are so good. How, is he, how are they not ranked?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I'll definitely give you that. Like there's, like, there's a bunch of fights that aren't there. As far as the lightweight, if, it's not, if they're not ranked, they almost don't draw my attention it's very like ranking wise those top 15 they for me they're the top 15 in any other division as far as like the talent coming up and like all these people like you said Giannis, O'Malley well, O'Malley's now ranked up but all these people yeah the band weights have a lot of talent coming up they have a lot of talent coming up it's
0: not it's not um, even coming up they they they're there they're yeah, just but they're not they're, ranked they turn out really like pro, i mean yeah. when you you have, I mean, this is the division. I mean, take Sterling out. I can't. I kind of hate that he's like right there. Yeah, at he's the a top. champion, I'm yeah. Like, no, I'm but like, almost everybody yeah. on that
1: list is a killer. They don't hold yeah, the same amount that another division would. But Mar- Marlon Morales, Pedro Munoz, Frankie Edgar, uh, Ricky Simon, they're Songy Dong. They're Ralph all Funt. Dominic Cruz. They're all really, really good. No, no, no. I- I'll definitely give you that. But if we're talking, I was talking more on like popularity and pull as far as yeah, casual- who are casuals going to watch. Uh, like look, all that kind of stuff. We are not a casual
0: about. podcast. I, I, okay, look,
1: but you got to take everything we, into consideration. Bro, you know, we, we, don't, we don't speak like casuals. But, but dude,
0: if we're taking casuals into consideration, this whole this whole podcast would have just been about Conor McGregor.
1: And like everybody does deserve, sort of like I'm not a big Conor McGregor fan, but the same way like you can't punish somebody for being that good, Conor McGregor eats one of the reasons that the UFC is where it is today. It's one of the reasons that we're in the UFC. Like all every like kind of how Dana White gave props to Joe Rogan. Fighters be like, oh, well, he doesn't fight. Yeah, but he brought eyes to it. And because of that, he does deserve the attention.
0: Hold I on. I think do you, do you see this madness? If you go to the lightweight division, when it has their pitchers, my boy is disrespected. He doesn't have yes. his pitcher with the belt, but yet they got Justin Gaethje with his little interim, cute little interim oh. belt. Not even oh, well. undisputed. Not even undisputed, but they got a the picture that? of him with his belt. I
1: mean, I'm on the website. Well, I'm on
0: the app, the UFC uh, app. But that, Get off that
1: Android, bro.
0: Get off Android, that Android. Boy, Get a real iPhone, on, bro. bro. Come on, bro. Come, don't, don't, disrespect don't disrespect me like, me that. like that. Don't there disrespect me like that. But anywho, 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 we got so sidebarred on that. Fuck. This has been, this is starting it's to become a very, very long podcast. <laughs>
1: Hey bro, the casuals are gonna love it. The casuals are gonna love it, don't worry. No, they're not. They're gonna be like
0: We're Connor McGregor. Uh." McGregor.
1: That's what Uh, you sound like sometimes.
0: Shut the hell up. All right. Uh I think female fighter of the year, you got Juliana Pena, you crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, I've said too much at this point that I have to just (laughs) go with it. I can't go back on it.
0: Last but not least, twenty twenty one male fighter of the year. Um Oh, I'm man. I'm I'm gonna go by the Caesar castaneda Caesar to one metrics that he established from 2020 in his fighter of the year candidate. My 2021 fighter of the year candidate. You're gonna like this one, Caesar. Kevin Holland, 2021 fighter of the year, baby. You know what? He three losses, a no contest, you know he. <laughs> It it sucks. He got humped on. He got laid on a lot. But you know what? He never gave up. He never got finished. And the only time he Good. did get finished was an illegal that. headbutt. And so it was a no contest. So it doesn't even count in the record book. So my boy never got finished, never gave up, still took last-minute fights after losses. So if we're going off the Caesar metrics, you know what? Let's make it. Uh, An honor by itself The 2021 Caesar the One Fighter of the Year That's my 2021 Caesar the One For my actual Fighter of the Year Damn For my fighter of the
2: year Actual fighter of the year Is none other than I don't know know If you're ready for this one My boy The one
0: only we're living in the Olive era. Charles dubronx Olive era 2021
1: Fighter of the Year. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. All right. You ain't going to back it up? I mean, I, I, mean I guess you don't have to back it up. I, I mean, he I, did win Comeback of the Year, Knockout of the Year. He won all this stuff. Submission of though. the Year. Submission, oh, that's I what it mean, was, Submission I mean, of the Year. He's, he's running.
0: Year. He's going through all the awards, bro. He's ran, he's. He's done it all this year.
1: No, he killed okay. it. He had a great year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I had a few that I was thinking of. One of them is funny that one of my people on the, my list of people. I think the lowest one on there was um, Vittori. Beat your dude. He was uh, an interesting guy this year. He beat out a lot of people. He, uh, he went on to fight for the title. Unfortunately, he was just a little bit short. Uh, just a little short. Uh, but then he went on to fight Paulo Costa. When he was weight overweight, uh, like all this stuff, he still fought. Like So, you know, for somebody being game and being just down to fight, and, you know, Vitor, I'll give Vittoria that. Another one was uh, Tai Tuivasa. Homeboy made a statement this year. Those mm-hmm. knockouts, the shoeys, uh, his post fight interviews, everything. Like he's just, he, he uh, made people like him. Um, Oliveira was on there. No need to explain him chandler was on there because despite making an insane debut and then again going for the title and being just a little short he realized who he was and came back and gave us the most entertaining fight of the year so he eventually realized he was like i'm not gonna win the title halfway through the gagey fight realized i'm probably not gonna win this so fuck it i'm gonna give the fans the best show that they can get And he knew what he was supposed to do, and he executed. He was like, I'm not going to win, but my job tonight is just to create a show, and so I'm going to do that. And he was like, three fights, and then like, man, come on. like That's a good fight, like good fighter. Uh, But I think the biggest moment for me in my heart and in my roots, and uh, the one I have to go with is Moreno for fighter of the year. First Mexican-born champion. He made our people proud, and then to beat him the way that he did, and then everything that he's done till then, you know, just being a good guy, and you know, it's really hard. Like it's, there's nobody that hates the guy, and so now he's going into his third fight, and you know, even though he only really fought once, um, I think you know he made he his dream team too, you know, every, after everything that he said, and then he just made us he made us proud, Mexican pride. So that's my boy. I give him Fighter of the Year. And if he's, if he's a champion next year, he will win fight of the year next year. <laughs> as long as he's Mexican, born champion, bro, he gives my vote. <laughs> um, who did you think I was going to pick? What What were you saying? D- Dustin. I mean, <sighs> Man, he was close. He was close. He just didn't understand. Maybe next year he'll understand so, who he is if we'll he goes for the money fights. Or, we'll
0: start calling you Miss, Miss, Mr. Poirier. All right, calm down. Mrs. McGregor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh But I like that. Brendan Moreno. I mean, I think my guy has a better as for fighter of the year, but, you know, I can't hate on the Brendan You don't Moreno even speak
1: piece. his language. How is he your fighter of the year? I speak my boy's language. You don't
0: speak I mean, words. Portuguese, Spanish. I pick up on some words. They're the same thing. So close you know, there. I, I, I 30% close. understand what he's saying sometimes. So, yeah. I, get I got a translator for me. That,
1: that's a good, he was a good dude. He's a good, he's the other good dude uh, that I would pick. He was like my runner up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's crazy year. Uh, Starting off 2022, January what was the 21st, I believe, or 22nd. Cyril Gan versus Nganu. Your boy, Brandon Moreno. Figgy 3. I honestly don't know what other fights are on the main card. I haven't looked that far ahead because it makes me sad. I try not to think of UFC during this down period because it just makes me sad. So I I try not to think about it too much. And uh, like I said, February 271, February 12th, the day before Alejandro's birthday. Um, Oh, snap. UFC 271, we will be there. We will be there and we'll be Liddy. As usual, we got some great seats. I'm excited. Um, Once they see the seats, maybe you'll get over the price tag of it. Um,
2: We're going to enjoy it. We're going to complain the whole time. Complain, expect complaining, but we're still going to enjoy the shit out of it. (laughs)
1: There'll be a lot of complaining.
2: A lot of complaining. Every time we drink a beer, we're going to complain about the price of the beer. We're going to complain about everything just just expect it but we're going to enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. Um
0: so some great stuff coming up. I'm glad we got together to before the end of the year to put in our votes, put in our selections for a great 2021 for the UFC for Dana White. Um I know it was a great for them because they took a lot of our me and Caesar's money. Uh, a lot of our money. <laughs> um but, yeah, any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we log
2: off?
1: Nope. Just don't uh, edit out my my speeches. Leave everything in. No, it's oh, all going to get cut. It's all going to get cut. This podcast is going to be, like, 30 minutes long.
2: Yeah, it's just
0: going to be, like, it's just going to say uh, me saying Charles Oliveira won all those awards. You saying... Yep. Brandon Moreno is the fighter of the year. Your fighter of the year, and that's Cut. it. That's it. <laughs>
1: jeez, jeez. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly.
0: <laughs> nah, man. You know we got to keep it raw, raw for the for the two fans, one time for the one time. You know, we go in raw. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two fans. You know where to find us. I'm not telling you where because I might mess it up. But if you if you listen. You know where to find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Main thing is TikTok, man. TikToks are funny, bro. So go follow us on TikTok, Slice Apples Pod, or Sliced Apples Podcast. One of those two. I get it mixed up. But yeah, until next
2: year, you fans, stay safe.